0: The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Of all the seven deadly sins, it seems to me that the one most of us are most prone to is greed. A large portion of mankind can live and die without being seriously concerned with gluttony, lust, pride, or laziness. Fewer of us, sadly too few, I suppose, can escape anger and envy. But the seventh and last. Put enough temptation in a man's way, and this is the sort of thing that's liable to happen. You want it laid out, Kurt? You're either in or out. But either way, all the way. Dead or alive, Kurt. Money, is that important to you both? This is... I hope we know what we are doing. Our mystery drama, The Instant Millionaires, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin. Stars Bob Caliban and Ray Owens. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. We live in a society today that is shaped and controlled by the money motive. So it's not too surprising that the most deep rooted of American dreams is to become a millionaire. Our fathers had exactly the same dream, you say? Not quite. They expected to work for it. Today, the sons would like it to fall into their laps to become instant millionaires. But if such luck were to strike you, would it be worth it? Let's examine three actual instant millionaires. Look out me! What? Cut the top! Look out! Oh! Holy mother... I'd like to get my hands around the throat of the character who stacked those trunks. Ah, they're all the same, Make the help today. Don't give a hoot. You and me could have been killed. Well, you are not. Oh, one day I'm going to give all this up and go back to my own business. Oh, what's that? A baker. I was a baker. <laughs> my Emma, too. She still makes the best doodle this side of heaven. So why don't you? Mm, money, my friend. It takes a lot of money to start even a small business. Yeah, you're telling me what happened to you in the last one? That was in 1941. You owned a business then? No. no. I worked for Emma's father in Vienna. I was very young. And I still smell the bread and the rolls of the early morning. Mm-hmm. Why'd you quit? There was a war, my friend. And a yellow band I wore about my arm. And some years in the camps and too many others locked behind the Berlin Wall until I got to the States at last. I don't like to remember. So, I am lucky to have a job here as a loader at Martin's Warehouse. And I should not complain. After we almost got our necks broke by this pile of crummy old trunks left here in storage that nobody wants? (laughs) I'm still glad for this job. It is good for a man to work. Yeah, you sound like my father. Me... I'd take the easy life if there was any way to grab it. The trouble with the easy life is, in order to have it, you must work like the devil first.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't
0: know. Do yeah, you know some other way?
1: Yeah. How? Uh,
0: <laughs> it ain't your speed. No, I don't know. Why don't you try me? I don't try you. I got to try the wheel, uh, the little spotted mice. The what? Roulette, dice. You see... I got 'em both figured. Uh, it's like a matter of uh, mathematics. You couldn't lose. Ah, you're talking about gambling. It's the way I play it, buddy. It's a sure thing. So what are you doing? Hauling furniture, appliances, old trunks, whatever people put in storage just like me? Well, what are you doing it for? Well, so someday I can open my own business. <laughs> Figure you'll ever make it? I don't know. Sometimes I wonder... I have some good years left still. But what about you? A young man? Yeah, sure. Forty-three and over the hill. No wife, no nothing. Not even enough of a stake to play my systems. So, where's all this getting? Huh? We want to make a buck, we better get moving. What are we raking all through this old junk for anyway? Uh, Mr. Katschok gave me this order to get some of these old trunks out to take to the settlers. The auction house, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's get moving. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, let's see. Three wardrobe trunks, 14 assorted suitcases, seven cartons, books, plus one trunk. What do you mean, one trunk? One trunk of books. Who puts books in a trunk? <laughs> well, not be silly questions. A man who values books could put them in a trunk. Why? Well, it's safer than a carton, no? <laughs> who knows? If you trust the mover, uh, accidents happen like this, huh? Well, when we toppled over the pile of junk, you know, <laughs> It struck here—either it wasn't locked or it uh, sprung. Oh, wait a minute. What's the tag on it? M A five four three. What? Uh, uh, let me let me see. Yeah. Uh, five four three dash six one dash four three. Oh. What? Oh, we really did swing the lock on it. Let me see if I can get that back hook. Oh, what's the difference? Leave there. You can't. These people leave their things to be undisturbed. So there's an accident. Sue it. Uh, it's the trouble. They could they could sue. Who so could sue who? What's the trouble here? Uh, uh, Not no trouble, Mr. Cascio. Uh, the trouble, Mr. Cascio, is that this bin is of stacked. Too many things. Yeah, that's the whole trouble with this warehouse. Too many things. That's why we got to clean out. What happened here? Well, we... Be... He opened the door to the bin, and before we could do anything, it all came tumbling out. Who's going to worry? This is all dead storage. This one trunk here got kind of uh, forced open. Somebody might make a claim, I guess, on that. I thought, what? What's supposed to be in it? Huh? Search me, the invoice. says Miscellaneous books. Books, what kind of books? They don't say. Listen, these trunks and cartons and all, you see, they're being auctioned off closed, as is. The only chance the company has to get back even part of what's owed. So, uh, let's have a look at the books. No, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Suppose we do find some that, that may be worth money. Then what? But we hook them, that's what. You mean, steal them? Not good. We we don't call at that around here. We just collect a little contribution. Who's to know? The trunk's unclaimed, and we fix it up again, so it's locked. but... but that, that, that's dishonest. Like Mick says, who's to know? Uh, let's have a look, huh? Can you get it up, Mick? Yeah, yeah, trust me. There ain't a lock old Mick can't coax. And this one's a piece of cake. It's half there. Ah, there. <laughs> now for the half. Yeah. Yeah, it's book's all right. Dictionary of the English language. Abram Lincoln. Concept. Ampl- ah, junk. Webster's Biographical. Ah, we're wasting our time. Uh, good, uh, good yeah, but they ain't worth anything. Come on, let's put him back in it. <gasps> what is it good? Oh. <laughs> what did you find in there? A, a girly mag- <laughs> Holy say, Maggie. Oh, Hey, what is it? What's the matter with you? Not deal. It, it's money. In stacks. Let's get the rest out of the way. No, hold on a minute. What? Let me close the outside door. Oh. We keep this to ourselves. Let's find out what this is. No, 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 please, the boys. All oh, right, oh, good. All right, shut up and stay shut oh. up. What do you got, Mick? Stacks of it. $20 bills. The whole bottom third of the trunk. Let's get it out and start counting. Three million dollars. Three million. Are you sure? Fifteen hundred packages of $120 bills. Three million dollars? Ah, oh, it is God's will. It was meant to be. You mean to steal this? It's the chance of a lifetime. Found money. Money nobody knows about. There for the taking. What I could do with a million bucks. Mm -hmm. What any of us could. You still want to open that bakery, Kurt? Yeah. Uh, With a million bucks, who wants to work? You could live like a king. (laughs) What would you do, Mick? That's easy. Head for Vegas. And in a month... I'd want it into two million. Oh, fifty. What about you, Sal? Me? I'd take me and a wife and the kids back to the old country. Get me a villa overlooking the Mediterranean and live like a couple. You can't take this money. It's dishonest. they are only dishonest if you found out. We had taken it, right, Mick? All the way. You better come in, Kurt. But I can't. Either you're with us or against us. This has to be between us three. Then split it between you and leave me out. To blow the whistle on us? If you felt like it? No way. Oh, you can threaten me all you want. But how can you force me? That could be an accident, Kurt. We almost had one as it was. Too bad about old Kurt Weener. We opened the bin and this heavy trunk full of books fell on him. And crushed him to death. You wouldn't dare. For three million bucks, old man, you'd be surprised what anyone would dare. You're it. Mick, no one's doing me out of this chance. Mick. You heard the man. I'm with him. Oh, I thought you were my friend. Well, a million green ones or it's fake. Friendship has to sit back in second place. Oh, name of God, man, it's a miracle for you, too, it will buy you everything you ever dreamed of. Think of what it would mean to Emma. Yeah, uh, I... Oh, but how can we get away with it? I mean, this has to be someone's money. Wait a minute, correction. It was someone's money. Why can't it still be? It use your head, Kurt. Why would anyone leave $3 million in dead storage for 20 years? Unless he wasn't around to claim it, but how could we get it out, away from the warehouse? I'm thinking being... about that. Now listen to me. Look at all these suitcases. Some of them empty. As a dispatcher, I can easily wipe out three of them on the records, and any one of them is big enough to carry our share. But uh, how do we sneak them out? We don't. Everything goes on a truck by bills and lading, right? Except I arrange it so there's no record of these three suitcases. I'm the dispatcher, and I make sure the truck that handles all this is loaded and driven by you two. On the way to Sadler's Auction Rooms, we make three quiet drop-offs, each of our suitcases. Yeah, but maybe somebody could could question afterwards. If you're as smart as I mean to be, you won't be around here for anyone to ask questions. Oh, but had have to come from somewhere. Never mind that. We concentrate on where it's going to. Wherever it came from... Nobody seems to know about any more but us. And that's all that's going to know. Now we agreed. Okay, by me. Kurt. Oh, Mr. your I You want it laid out, Kurt. You're either in or out. All the way. Dead or alive, Kurt. The gambling is that important. Yes. And, and your dream of empire, Mr. Caccio? I got it in my hands. No one takes it away from me. To be a couple. Have you ever thought that buried money like this can only come from somewhere like that? I hope we know what we are doing. Heaven help, help us all. <laughs> Instant millionaires in cash. No complications. Except, where did it come from? This money buried for 20 years in dead storage. Will it really be worth all the dreams that Mick and Sal have for it? And will it prove to be as rewarding to Kurt, the one who had enough morality to resist the temptation but was not allowed to? And the most important question, perhaps, of all, will it really remain unclaimed? I shall return with Act Two. Settler's Auction House is neither the most exclusive nor the cheapest. What it is, undoubtedly, is the biggest and the most constantly in operation. Its clientele runs the gamut from the hoi polloi to the highest. On this particular day, we are following Gino Moreno, the constructions are, and the latest of his long line of illicit ladies. They're inspecting the merchandise to be sold the following day in order to furnish the love nest that Miss Francie Free, sometime showgirl, will not only occupy but adorn.: Hey,
1: Gino, come see what I found.:
0: What, Francie?:
1: An Ettashed. A what? Oh, it's got to be Louis' 16th or, or 14th or or something. Oh, it's just darling. Okay.
0: Now can we get out of here? Yeah, I want Well, why can't we just come back tomorrow and bid on whatever takes your notion, huh?
1: Well, we got to scout him out first and see if it's worth
0: oh, it. Oh, who cares? If you don't like it, dump it. It's only money. Besides, my feet are... What,
1: what's the matter, honey? I can't
0: believe it. Oh, now don't tell me you're getting
1: hooked on auction. All right, too. button up, Fran.
0: You heard me. I just found something I'm going to bet on myself.
1: What?
0: You don't have to know everything. Here, give me that paper. Let me see the list. thing. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I could figure it. What? Yeah. Okay. You and me are going to be here first thing in the morning.
1: Yeah, but my attention is list number 843. It won't be good. Ah, who cares
0: time. about you right there watching corner? I want to be here for number seven on the list.
1: No, Trunk. Isn't that what it says, with books?
0: Come on. i got to talk to Hyman. Okay. Good night, baby. Oh,
1: good, you're coming
0: up? Not tonight. Pick you up in the morning for the auction. You'll be ready now, yeah? Oh, sure, if you say so.
1: But you're not even going to see me
0: yet? You got a door, man. i got things to say to Hyman.
1: You know you're not very romantic. Not
0: when i got things on my mind. Honey blow. I get orders. What else can I do? Where to, boss? Oh, Marvin. It's an early night. I have to be up in the morning, bright and fresh. You can't imagine how important it could be. All right, let's move. You all right, boss? Why not? You don't that often sit in front with me. Don't I? I have my reasons. You've been my driver some pretty long time, huh, Herman? Yes, sir. You know what kind of business we're in? I never quite laid it out that way before. So I'm laying it out that way now. Yes, yes sir. You're old enough to remember the operation as it went while uh, there was still Cuba? Maybe I look younger than I am. I remember that and uh, a long time before. You remember Skim Ziegler? Yeah. He was head dealer at the casino in Havana. Yeah. What happened to him? Well, what I heard, uh, he owed the association a cool three million. When Cuba folded and Castro took over, we had to cut out. He was the bag man. But he got totaled. That was my job. Those days I was a soldier like you. We wiped him out because he stole the three million and buried it somewheres. Nobody ever dug it up? Not till now. Huh? I think I know where it is. Nobody but me knew just how Skim brought the money out. I know because I helped him pack his trunk. His trunk. He was a funny guy, you know? Into books, like he was a professor or something. His library was really something. When the association had to clear out, he had cases and cases and trunks of books. He was moving.
1: Huh?
0: That's how it figured to would be the best way to smuggle the cash. Only somehow he managed to ditch that one trunk. Three cool million dollars lining the bottom and the books parked over it. And you found where he ditched it? Yeah. Looks like. Only I gotta keep my nose clean. I'm too much in the open. I want you to front for me. Oh, how, boy? No sweat. All you gotta do is buy an old trunk where I tell you and bring it home to your place. Okay. Only, uh, don't try anything fancy. Why, that no good, dirty. He double owed me again. Take it easy, boss. It was a good gamble. All the trunk cost was 16 bucks. i I was so sure. Sh- hey. Hey, what's the matter with me? Huh? The money was there in that trunk. I saw him pack well, it in. It, it sure ain't there now, but. Yeah, but Skim never dunked it. I know, I know. The trunk, okay. He managed to get rid of that, but I'll guarantee he never had a chance to grab off the cash. Somebody else did that. Who? Somebody at the storage warehouse. Some smart Alec knows the dough out, and a smart Alec I'm going to find. A long time, boss. Even the family wrote it off after 20 years. I don't think the heist was made 20 years ago. I think it was like the day before yesterday. And you and me are going to track it down. That's too much dough to be sitting in the wrong hands. You mean for the syndicate? Like you said, The family's already written it off. This is for you and me. (laughs) I'm here. Where? Coin boot. Okay to talk? Yeah. I think you pegged it. Here's what I've been able to dig up. About ten days ago, right before the auction, three guys at Martin's warehouse suddenly up and quit. You tied them to the trunk? Well, put it this way. One was a dispatcher in charge of loading and all, and the other two were jockeys who pulled and loaded this particular shipment. You struck oil. Maybe. Only, uh, how do we find these guys? Didn't you get the addresses? Sure, for what they were worth. All three pulled up stakes. You got their names? Yeah, yeah, sure. Sal Caccio, Mick Berrigan, and Kurt Weiner. So, we track them down. How? What do we do? a copper? I'm... We got a better network than any police department. It may take a little time, but we'll track them down. It'll be worth it to both of us. Hello? Yeah, this is Mr. (laughs) Barry. What am I gonna do about it? What can I? I know the bill hasn't been paid. You should know why as well as me. I'm clean, man. That's why. Yeah, yeah, sure. I thank you for the courtesy, but you don't have to worry. I'll be moving on. Like by tomorrow, you can count me out. I'll vacate your room in a manner of speaking. Yeah, who is it? Wrong side. Of this. I didn't order anything. Hey, what is this? I'll ask the questions. <laughs> Close the door, Hein. Oh, All right. Your name, uh, Mick Berrigan? Yeah. Up until six months ago, you worked for Martin's Warehouse. Yeah, who wants to know? Let me ask you a question. There was a trunk in the warehouse. I will give you the number: five four three six one four three. Right. You know it. Huh? I know it. You know what was in it? Books. I'm talking beside books. Well, you're here. I guess you could figure I know what else like 3 million dollars <sighs> my big stake the answer to a prayer you took the money eh huh? my share 1 million i figured to build it to twice three times who knows but you did get the money you have it i have what's left of my investment in the foolproof barrigan system to beat the odds zero zero and double zero busted You mean you blew a whole million in six months? It ain't easy. But (laughs) it also ain't hard. All right, where's the rest of it? What rest of it? I blew it all. The way I heard it, you never had it all. Just one million. Oh, that? Well, the other two had their cut. Sal Caccio and Kurt Weiner? Yeah. Where are they now? Who knows? Sal just wanted to go back to Sicily and be godfather. And (laughs) Kate? That's crazy. A baker. He wanted to be a baker. He didn't want any part of the split. We had to drag him along. What do you want out of it? The money. (laughs) And see the others. I'm clean. There are ways of testing that. Get out. Give me back my gun and I'll save you the trouble. What does that mean? Thought I had it tapped. I, I, I didn't. I got nowhere to go from here but out. That could save us a lot of trouble. I'm You're yeah, boss. Leave my gun on the desk. Yeah, sure, Chief. You uh wouldn't have the addresses for Silent Kurt, would you? No, and if I had, you wouldn't get them from me. You clean your dirty linen. Leave me to wash out mine, huh? I'll do that, Mick. If you carry through. If not, we'll take care of it for you.
1: What now, Chief?
0: One million down, two to go. I'll settle for that. You? Oh, sure, but what about this character? He blows. it. And he gets away with it? About the only thing anyone gets away with is death. Come on, let's get out of here. The first of our instant millionaires. Was it worth it to him? Scarcely, since all the money brought him was frustration, disaster, and death. But what about the other two? The willing millionaire and the unwilling one? That remains to be seen, or I should say heard, when I return shortly with Act Three. One of the most frequent misquotes in life is money is the root of all evil. That wasn't what Timothy said at all. What he did say was that the love of money is the root of all evil. I bring this up only because it pertains to our two as yet undiscovered instant millionaires. Even with all his connections, it has taken time for Gino Marino to unearth the men who have carefully buried their past. As a matter of fact, Kurt Weiner seems to have successfully obliterated his tracks. But Caccio has been found in Sicily after nearly a year's search, living on a hilltop looking north to the Tyrrhenian Sea. I'm, uh, looking for Sal Caccio. you come to the right place? Here. Yeah. It's the house of God. Anyone is welcome. Will you come in? Yes, Padre. And you're, uh... A soldier? What? That's what he is, isn't he? He's armed. I can see that. Uh, this is my uh, my friend. I'm in Marsilia. Good Sicilian name. He's a good friend, I hope. Well, we'll accept him as that, although here within the monastery, weapons of violence have no place. Enter. Shall we uh, walk to the loggia at the to top? We don't have too much time before Vespers. Well, what I have to say can be said fast. Once I can talk to Sal Caccio... You're talking to him now. Uh, you? Hey, they said you were Brother Francesco. That's my name in the order. Hey, what kind of cover-up is this? It won't wash, Sal. We smoked you out. No cover-up. You have some money I want. Money doesn't belong to you. And that's all I care about. Suppose I knew that someday someone would follow it up. or well, someday is now. You and two friends of yours, Mick Berrigan and Clay Wiener, iced a three cool million out of a certain truck, right? To our shame, we did. You split it three ways, right? Yes. I want one million from you, or else. I'm afraid if you want to recover any money, you have to go to them. I've already been to Mick Berrigan. He's dead. You want to end up the same way? You killed him. Fortunately, he saved us the trouble. Oh, He gambled it away and killed himself. Don't you know that? It... I didn't. I only guessed. Because God's finger has rested on all three of us, I'm sure. Nick and me, perhaps more, surely. Oh, yeah, why? Because Kurt never wanted to take the money. We dragged them down with us. Hey, uh, spare me the phony baloney. And don't think the priest's robe is going to help you, phony or not. I'm not a priest. I'm a lay brother of this order. Well, whatever you are, where's the dough? Isn't the view from here magnificent? What are you trying to give me, eh? The truth. All those new buildings down the hill, the road to the monastery, all the fresh plantings, the new water system, and electric lights, and the wine press, which has been restored, modernized. You know how many people are employed now in these hills directly or indirectly because of all this modernization? Three to four thousand souls. Hey, what do you think I'm here in Sicily for? A lecture on a new socialism or something? Where's the money? There. Where I showed you. You mean... You mean... You used the money for all this improvement? Ah. Forget it. Nobody who steals a million bucks blows it on somebody else. Why? Why would you do all this? Just to find a place to hide, eh? No. No. When I took the money, it was for every selfish reason you could imagine. I wanted to come here and be the patron. Another little duce. <laughs> but I made one mistake. Yeah, one mistake. I sent the family on ahead. All on the same plane. I thought I was protecting them, but instead... Instead, I sent them to their deaths. No, that isn't right. God took them to punish me for what I had done. What are you talking about? Oh, my loved ones, my wife, my mother. They were all lost in that plane crash. And you know why I stayed behind. Because just for a few weeks, I wanted to live it up. Women, booze, the works, money, no object. I was out of touch with the whole world until I got back here. And when they told me what had happened... There wasn't any world for me to get back in touch with. Except this. And the peace of atonement. Atonement? The money? I gave it to the church. And they took me in as a part of their family. You gave this flea bitten, two bit little monastery one million bucks? I don't believe it. It's true? You'll never sell me that. All right, I'm awake a wicked I couldn't do that to a priest. There is no priest. That's true. Then what what are you doing with a robe and all? Mainly because it's all I got to wear. This robe and one other. A bowl, a mug, and a spoon. That's all I own. And I count them worth every penny of the million dollars they cost. Because they brought me the only peace I could hope for. This side of death. But if you want to buy me death, I, I welcome you. I got nothing left to live for. And everything to gain in dying. You think Casio gave us the old double-O, Chief? If I did, we wouldn't be on his plane. You really think he gave away all that dough? I really do. Well, two down and one to go. Too bad the priest or whatever you call him couldn't give us a lead to the third crumb. Crumb? Hey, you know something, Herman? You give me a notion. I did? What? Yes, sir, a crumb of information. Kite Weiner. The man who wanted to be a baker? Maybe, just maybe. That's the way I can trace
1: him. Is that you, Papa? Yeah, Emma. Anything in the mail? Oh, yeah. The Welcome Inn have paid their bill at last. Well, that is a good worry off our head. $800 is a lot of bread and cooking. <laughs> but thank the good God, we never have to worry. There is always the other. Uh, no. That other money, that is not for us. It started us in the bakery business and kept us going until we got established. Yeah,
0: but now. As we get more
1: successful, we must pay back every penny. For what, Kurt? Nobody owns all that... Shh, don't say it. What are you afraid of, Liebling? I did something wrong once. I have to find a way to make up for it. You have such a conscience. It's only money. Sometimes, I don't know, maybe... Maybe I should have used
0: it for you. A uh-huh. hot trip around the world. Fancy clothes. Some
1: excitement. Now, you listen to me. But you... I have all the excitement I want from life. And I'm happy with our bakery. Oh, I wouldn't change places with anyone. And I don't care about the money. You could burn it if you want. Burn money? Well, give it away. Yeah, yeah. I think that is what we must do. But how? Is it so difficult? You have it all in those original packages. Give it to some charity. Now, tell me. Is there other mail? Uh,
0: a few small checks. Some of that chunk stuff. And uh, a letter from your sister, Anna.
1: Ah, well, let me see what she has to say. There's another letter inside. Ah, For you. For who? Here, you read. I have not on my... i say it Mama. I don't read. Now, now what is it, card? It's... From Italy. From Sal. Who? Salcaccio. One of the others who who took it the... Oh, Mama. I have a feeling that something is, is very wrong. Open it and read. Oh, she sent it in care of Adna. She shouldn't have forwarded it. She's not supposed to know. Read it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dear brother in Christ. This is from Salcaccio. What will you read? Oh, I don't know if this will find you. I'm taking a chance, it will, because I, I feel you should be warned. The sin that we have committed was sure to catch up with us, and now... You should know that this is an evil man. He is desperate to recover what is left. I am afraid for you...
1: My friend, I pray for you. You are not to let it worry you, Kurt. Oh, I worry less for me than for you. Neither of us will worry. If this man comes, we will give him the money. It is as simple as that. And that will be the end of it. And we can live in peace. I will never give the money to a cook. That's
0: one thing I make sure of. (laughs)
1: I'm home, Mama. Here I am. Goodness sake, you have been working late for a whole week.
0: Uh, special order. I'll finish now,
1: though. Now you come along. Let's get you to bed. Did you close up tight down here? Yeah,
0: don't worry. And you kept everything locked here?
1: Yeah, but I'm waiting for no. Cassie to come back. Ah, there she is now. i let her in. Uh, I'll get the door. No, no, you sit a while. You rest. I will get her. All right,
0: lady, help no us. Nobody will get hurt. Just do as you told. Now, you, you take your hands off Set me. Get the door, Herman. You you're sure? You, 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 you.
1: Oh, Leave my
0: wife alone. Oh, look out. He's got a knife. Watch it,
1: Chief. You, you hurt him. I kill you for that. Watch your lady. Hey, don't, don't harm her, Herm. I kill you. I kill you for hurting
0: my husband. I kill you. Hey, Herman, are you out of your mind? She tried to pull a gun out of my hand, You crazy dame. was an accident. No trigger, happy fool. Now, how are we going to find the money? Uh, You'll never find it. You can look till doomsday, but I fixed you. You'll never find it. All right, where have you been, Moog? Uh, out in the bakery, Sergeant. Oh, man, that smell is driving me up the wall. Beautiful. If you had as good a nose for being a detective as you have for food... Sherlock Holmes could move over. Hey, look, Sarge, we got called out on this before I had a chance to have my morning danish. Now my stomach's growling. My heart bleeds for you. Would you turn up anything in the bakery? Yeah, if you got a minute. Oh, what have you got, Moe? You'll see. Boy, oh, what a smell. Look at these, huh, Sarge? Strudels, huh? They're still warm. He must have just taken them out of the oven when the perpetrators got in. Uh, how could anyone knock off a man who could bake something like that? I'll bet they taste as good as they smell, eh, Sarge? Hey, uh, you don't think that, um... I don't think what? Well, uh, just a taste. Uh, like, like maybe share one, you and me. What are you, a holic? Well, there are ten of them here. Who'd miss one? Why don't you stick to your job, Mug? What's this newspaper on the floor? I don't know. Yeah, it's that, uh... That section out of the Sunday paper, the hundred neediest cases. <laughs> That's funny. What's that? Oh, somebody ticked off. Wait a minute, let's see. All but the last... Uh, one, two, three, four, three, four, three, ten. All but the last ten are marked off. I wonder why anybody... Uh, would... Hey, Sarge, what is it, Moe? Ah, you big baby. The minute my back is turned, you start in on that strudel. Maybe it's a good thing I did. Look. I'll be a son of a gun. Give me one of those strudels. Here, here, they're delicious. I'm not going to eat it. I want to see if they're all packed with dough. It ain't dough. It's money. I can see the 20s. A stack about two inches high. Well, now, that would mean, let's see... There are 233 bills to the inch, say 500 to two inches. That would mean uh, 10,000 in each strudel. 10 strudels? 100,000? So that's what the murderers were looking for. Only they didn't find it. Hey, where did all this still come from? You know something? I kind of hope we never find out. And if we don't, I'm going to see to it personally... But the last ten needy cases get what's left here. Just for once I want to see that out of evil cometh good. Isn't that from the Bible? I wouldn't know, mook But if it isn't, it ought to be. Of course, the source of the money was never found. And those who had already received it were too grateful for the gift to question it. I can't find the exact quote Mojoluski was thinking of, but perhaps he meant a line from St. Paul. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Let that serve as a gentle epitaph for misguided Kurt Weiner and his poor wife. I'll be back shortly. I would feel a little uncomfortable leaving this story if Gino Marino and his hatchet man got away scot-free. On that subject, a quote from Romans 6, 23. The wages of sin is death. And a report from a newspaper account. The miraculous part is that on today's plane crash, all 193 aboard were saved. Only two passengers met their deaths. They have been identified as Herman Marsiglia and Gino Marino, both of Miami Beach, Florida. Our cast included Bob Caliban, Ray Owens, Ian Martin, E.B. Juster, and Ralph Bell. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. Yeah, uh, done it. Well, what? I was wrong. Look at this teletype, Willie. Are you going to tell me what this is all about? I was positive George Williams was that hijacker. The one who jumped with a million? I was so sure. It all made sense. And he isn't. I sent a complete description on to Juno. Doesn't really tally with the hijackers. Not in any way. Age, height, coloring. Well, you tried, Sherlock. I could have told you that amnesia, it is, unfortunately, the real thing. Hmm. So the big question remains. You mean, just who is George Williams? Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and the True Value Hardware Stores. Mrs. E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre.